That's the sound of the coffee pouring. Welcome to the Doctor's Brew. I'm your host, Dr. Abdelaziz Al Khayyat, and having coffee with us today is Dr. Hisham Abul Jibain. Welcome, Dr. Thank you, Dr. Abdelaziz. I'm very happy to uh, have me here with you in the studio. We're very honored to have you. Uh, so today we will be returning to the area of medicine, uh, medicine that I know, and I have to say most other medical doctors know nothing about, uh, and that is dentistry. I mean, my worst fear is on an exam if they ask me anything about a tooth, a single tooth. <laughs> uh, so today we will be chatting about uh, studying dentistry abroad, the specialty of oral surgery slash implantology, and being a partner at a dental uh, center here in Kuwait. And we're very, very honored to have Dr. Abul Jibain with us uh, to share his experience. Uh, he went to dental school at Marquette University in Wisconsin in the United States. Is that correct? Correct. And uh, he, he specialized in oral surgery and implantology in Austria. So okay. moving all over the world. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, currently, he's also a partner and, a, and practicing at Eldana Dental Center, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. So uh, before we dive into things, I asked Dr. Amna Limtawa, who was the first uh, dentist to come on the show, if, the doc, uh, if a dentist's greatest uh, uh, enemy is um, coffee because of all the stains. Would you say it's your enemy uh, in your practice or no? Um, no, actually, there are so many things that cause staining beside coffee. Uh, uh, food, uh, you have uh, zafran, mm. uh, cigarettes. So, but it is it is one of the major uh, enemies of uh, our our profession. <laughs> Does milk help re uh, reduce the amount of standing or no? Uh, it might, yes, mm. yes, it would. It would uh, anything just not uh, take it uh, black, black, <laughs> uh, pure black. You know, it's. Uh, well, that that was the only excuse I needed. I can have my coffee now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So we're having a, a quick uh, talk about our coffee today. We're going back to our roots, something quick, something uh, easy to have and quality every time, which is uh, an espresso coffee. Um, mm -hmm. That's usually what I go for here in the office sometimes when I need something on the run. Uh, and I'm very happy to report that uh, Dr. Hisham was actually uh, saying quite good coffee earlier. Yes, I liked it. It's uh, good coffee. Yeah. And it's uh, great to be caffeinated after futur. Exactly. <laughs> uh, great. Okay. So... Let's uh, dive right in here. I want to know first uh, just about you, uh, about your journey. Can you please tell us, to, uh, tell me, tell our viewers about your journey into dentistry? How did you decide to go in? Okay. Uh, ever I, since when I was a child, my mother always was uh, my mentor and was my guide mm. to uh, medicine in general. Uh, whenever uh, we had uh, a talk, she would always uh, one day you will become a doctor, inshallah. Yes. Uh, whenever uh, uh, my my father brought in some chicken, uh, uh, you know they they are freshly uh, cut mm -hmm. chicken, or we slaughtered a lamb in the Eid, I would go in and help in the kitchen to cut and slice the and dissect the chicken, right. slice it in four as she requests. My mother, I would help her in mm -hmm. doing that. So I'd always look at the. Uh, these, uh, you know, the food, uh, where, where it, it helped me into moving into that uh, field of thinking about how the body works, how those uh, muscles are attached. Since I was a child, I also liked uh, animals. 
I gave birth to some cats. Oh, really? uh, I helped a cat give birth to five, six kittens. Really? Uh, so I was always in that field. I dissected uh, snails or whatever. You know, you uh, you go through these uh, things when you're a child, and it pushes you towards the field that you wish. Yes. Uh, uh, although I wasn't that open and and that uh, talkative or talking too much, uh, I was so much quiet. You know, the bookworm. I always studied. <laughs> I didn't play around. I didn't go yeah. out and play with my friends. I was always studying in my house, mm. uh, in the room. And uh, but it it, it somehow uh, intrigued in me more uh, uh, the love for uh, human science mm. and the love for uh, medicine in general. Uh, I was caring, I cared a lot, I uh, liked to help uh, the others. So uh, until I uh, uh, graduated in 1986 from Abdullah Salim uh, High School, uh, Kuwait Airways, I wanted to become a pilot. Mm. I applied for Kuwait Airways, I got accepted, I took the exam, first exam, second interview, until the Ministry of, uh, Ministry of Higher Education. Uh, uh, announced uh, that uh, the Ministry of in, uh, Education itself mm -hmm. actually announced that the for, for the first time uh, a uh, scholarship to the United States to Georgetown University Dental School for those interested. Mm -hmm. So I, I uh, immediately shifted, I applied for that. I got accepted. I went to apologize for Kuwait Airways. I'm not going to become a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, so I, I went to Georgetown. We did this uh, one year of English as a foreign language there, mm. and we were supposed to go to Georgetown uh, Dental School, mm. but they phased out uh, until uh, the uh, uh, Mr. Firas at that time, at the uh, my counselor at the embassy uh, of Kuwait in the cultural division, he called me. He told me you have a choice. You want to go to. Uh, Marquette Dental School in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, mm -hmm. or you want uh, to go with the other group of your friends, they have to spend one more year of English, and uh, then after that year, they will go to dentistry. I told them, well, I finished my one year of English. I had an English, uh, yani, alhamdulillah, I took my TOEFL test of English from Kuwait. Oh, okay, so you were ready. I was ready before going <laughs> to the States, but uh, that one year was compulsory to stay in, in mm. Georgetown. Mm. To take a f uh, to take the English course, right. so I, at that time I took the course and uh, I finished it in one year mm -hmm. in the, the uh, uh, EFL English Foreign Language uh, course mm -hmm. uh, at Georgetown. Then I went to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Marquette Dental School, where I I did at Marquette uh, University the uh, pre dentistry. I was signed in in biology mm -hmm. uh, for uh, it's a, 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 a three year pre dental program where you finish the third year and then your first year will become like your fourth year in the uh, bachelor program. Oh, okay. So, so it was an combined, integrated. It's okay. a combined yeah. program they did. So I took the three years after that uh, of pre dentistry and then in 1990 I started uh, dentistry at Marquette Dental School. Right. Okay. Uh, it was a big journey uh, because I, as I was accepted uh, at dental mm -hmm. uh, in the 1990, uh, I told my parents I'm coming to Kuwait to spend one, two, three months with you in Kuwait just to stay and relax and mm -hmm. meet the, my friends and you know, 
uh, unfortunately Saddam Hussein decided to invade Kuwait mm. uh, uh, I was shocked and, and I was trapped for 28 days in Kuwait or in the state in Kuwait mm. I sent a letter uh, to my university through uh, Jordan to uh, market telling them that I might be late please hold my seat for next year mm. uh, Coincidentally, one of my cousins told me, let's try and take you out. Mm. We're going to uh, leave uh, Kuwait. Uh, I took, I hid my passport. Uh, nobody was asking about passports at that time. Mm -hmm. and so I, I went with my cousin He through Iraq. Mm -hmm. We passed the Jordanian borders until we reached in uh, Jordan. Mm. My parents were ready for me because we had asked the Kuwaiti embassy at that time uh, whether uh, we are uh, my my scholarship was still running. Yeah, they told me yes, it is still oh, if it you was. can make it. Really, uh, as soon as I uh, arrived, the next day I was on the airplane uh, heading towards uh, market. I arrived after oh. two days from leaving Kuwait. Mm. I wasn't expected that I'm going to be in Marquette at that time. So uh, I entered the university. They all were surprised. They they came up and hugged me, and they were worried about me because they heard all the news that yeah, I was trapped in Kuwait. Until uh, the after three, four days, the uh, uh, under dean the, uh, to the dental school uh, came to the class. He called me up. I thought uh, they're gonna expel me. <laughs> <laughs> after all this, if they expel you, that's not no, <laughs> no way. <laughs> after four, after it was actually after after one week, mm. uh, he called me up, uh, come up uh, on the stage, and he told me, "We welcome you to uh, Marquette. You've been through a lot. What happened with you? I would like to congratulate you. You have arrived before your letter. Oh, really? We just received your letter. Wow." where you have made it before the letter which you sent trying to tell us that you're going to be try you will try to make it out if it's possible everything what the letter was written wow yes it was uh, <laughs> this is a story of perseverance it, it was it was a very nice story i always uh, talk about it to people uh, i meet uh, but alhamdulillah allah was alhamdulillah. Uh, helping me all the time wallahi with that uh, issue uh, and alhamdulillah, I made it. Mm. They assigned me even to a, a, a counselor mm. to uh, relieve the stresses that I went through. That's amazing. Yes, uh, for I mean, one month I was going to that counselor once a week mm. just to you know let me relax and know how to focus on my studies. And uh, because they were only like they have started one week from dental school. But uh, alhamdulillah, I made it. And uh, did you uh, did it help you going to the counselor? Well, it was it was a help. It was a big help. Yes, yes. Mm. It just he was trying to uh, let me more focus on my studies. Mm. Uh, if there are any things that I've gone through in the in the during the war, mm. I told him no, I'm fine. Alhamdulillah, we were safe. Nobody was hurt from our family, and mm. Alhamdulillah, I managed to escape and come to uh, attend the dental school. This is amazing. <laughs> Yes, alhamdulillah. And we're complaining no. about exams. You exactly. <laughs> a war, They're kind of putting yes. us to shame here, Doctor. Yes. <laughs> the the big stress was from the 
colleagues in the university really? whom some of their parents and relatives had to go to serve in Kuwait oh. as soldiers with the American troops and I am in front of them. Right. Why aren't you there? Why are why why should my father go? Why wow. that was a big stress. So I was telling the counselor mm. and he was helping me how to cope with such things. Yeah. And uh, he was telling me, just tell them, yes, it's paid for. We've paid for you to go and help us. <laughs> wow. He was telling me just to how to try and face such uh, pressure. You know what I mean? Uh, Would you say this was the response from most people with you? or Well, some? no, 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 some. No, okay. no, no, some. And they were understand, not all. But yeah. it was at that time, you know, I'm uh, my first year in dental school and I'm bombarded with some such uh, situations yes, you know of course why are you here my parent went there why you know uh, why aren't you defending your mm. country why aren't you working there mm. i told them this is part of our defending our country yes. as uh, continuing my education so yes. i can come back and rebuild our country for that yeah. so uh, so many things uh, that's amazing yeah the three years of pre-dentistry uh, why did I chose Marquette? Mm. My other uh, fellow uh, colleagues who were with me on the same scholarship, we were four at that time, uh, they went to Villanova. Uh, I chose Marquette. Uh, it was in a, in, in a northern state, midwestern state, mm. close to the Canadian border, snow almost all the year. You know, th- the summer was only three months. So you wanted that? I wanted that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot I cannot relate. For one reason, I said to myself, if I'm going to study, if I'm going to uh, finish an eight-year program, three mm. years pre-dentistry and four years of dentistry, mm. I wanted something to keep me in the house, to keep me studying. <laughs> no matter what happens, snowstorms, rain season, blockades, you know, from the storms, I'm going to just sit and, and and study the books, you know, and read the books. And that, alhamdulillah, what helped me. Yani, alhamdulillah. Really? I, at the same time, I told the Americans, he said, why did you choose our state? Why <laughs> did you choose our uh, market? Yeah. I told them, well, for one thing, I, I lived two cultural shocks. One moving from Kuwait to the United States mm-hmm. when I first moved to Washington, D.C. Right. The other cultural shock I had when I moved from Washington, D.C., to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, <laughs> the dairy land. Yeah, I was going it's to say the farm, farm, mostly farms and dairy products. You yeah, know, and yeah. uh, so I, I loved, I loved. If I remember, I told you earlier that I, I like the farming and yeah. I like cats and the animals, and mm-hmm. so I, I, I always had so many activities. I said to myself, if I want to survive. I, I don't want this uh, uh, homesickness or, mm. or cultural shock to, to, uh, to uh, uh, cause any effect yes. on me yes. to lose my studies. Yes. So I developed so many hobbies. Mm. I learned how to cross-country ski. Mm. I know uh, s- uh, skiing. I know downhill skiing. Right. I, uh, we did uh, fishing uh, in chanties in the ice. Oh. Uh, a bit different to fishing here in Kuwait. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. A bit different. 20 degrees minus uh, zero, wow. <laughs> below wow. zero. And you're sitting in that uh, small uh, cabin and you yeah. dig a hole in the... 
and the car is parked on the lake. You know, you are yeah. afraid. I always was afraid of stepping on the ice. <laughs> going down. But he's telling me the, your car is standing on the ice. Oh. <laughs> so don't worry. <laughs> so you develop so many hobbies, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, to it, combat the, that homesickness. Exactly. Yep. I developed my hobby of photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the secretary of the biking club. Mm-hmm. I was biking a lot. I took my bag, my backpack. I put my camera and we went biking as a, a club. We have that club in the university. Mm. And then I joined the entrepreneur club, mm. club in the university. I was the uh, secretary of the entrepreneur club and then the vice president of the entrepreneur club at Marquette Dental wow. School. Until I became uh, the president of the Muslim Student Association. Alhamdulillah, we were, we had the university, Marquette Dental School is a Catholic school, mm-hmm. Marquette to University in general. So they provided us a, a room, which is around uh, the size of your studio. Mm-hmm. And they provided us, uh, this was our praying room. Right. So Muslims at that time, it, they, they even uh, helped us furnish it with a carpet and a, a, a separate, uh, you know, to separate yeah. the females want to pray and mm-hmm. the males, uh, which was very nice step from them. Uh, to the to the instance that they even uh, I applied I asked them that during Eid I want to be excused from any exam if I have any exam because mm-hmm. I have Eid I want to celebrate mm-hmm. so they gave us Muslims on that day as a holiday mm-hmm. of Eid you are excused from any exam you can switch it or so that was very helpful that's very nice of that you know it's nice to see yes. when. Even f- yeah. different cultures, different religions coming together and exactly. helping each other and being uh, understanding of each other. Not only that, but when I was uh, at that uh, Muslim Association, uh, uh, MSA, mm-hmm. uh, Muslim Student Association, mm-hmm. uh, I joined every year. Mm-hmm. I would uh, dress the uh, my own national dress, the Dijdasha mm-hmm. and uh-huh. yeah. And I would, during the international day, I would demonstrate, I would go out and show them our dresses. Until I started putting some tables talking about our culture, mm. our uh, Kuwait, our uh, uh, tribal uh, tents, camels, mm. and so forth. We showed them about Islam. We talked to them about, uh, we showed them how to write their name in Arabic mm. uh, with markers. Until the last year, I was, I was doing those tables every year mm. uh, with the international day at the university. Mm-hmm. Until just one year before my graduation in 1994 from Marquette, uh, I joined that uh, the International Day, and I told them I'm going to have a big surprise. In 1993, uh, one of the students from Saudi Arabia, mm. Dr. Samir Al-Jutaili, he was doing master's degree in dentistry right. in the same university. Mm. Uh, I told him I need to borrow. He had brought from Saudi his computer, mm. his IBM computer, mm. with his monitor and the printer. I told him, I want to borrow your computer. He said, what do you need it for? I told him, I have a big surprise. I'm going to show those students that this year we're not going to use the marker to write their name. You're gonna type we're going to type it <laughs> with... Uh, Microsoft right. software, and uh, it was a big hit. Right, really. I, on that year, I had the biggest table, mm-hmm. and I had so many beautiful things, and I started typing with Microsoft 
the names in Arabic. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I print it for the students, wow, <laughs> in Microsoft you have Arabic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a big surprise to them. They loved it. And I was conveying our culture to them. That's amazing. Our Islam. Yeah. They had so many pamphlets to show them about Islam, what it is, and our Quran, and our culture in Kuwait. Dalla wal gahwa malatna. How do we serve it? How do we, you have to shake the cup mm-hmm. when you finish, when you're done? And so many things, you know. So on that year, the university awarded me the Student Leadership Award, alhamdulillah, where they have given me, I will show you some pictures, uh, that picture and that certificate. So, uh, uh, these are the awards? Yeah, this is, this is the award, this is the certificate, the award that I was uh, awarded, mm-hmm. and it was in a big ceremony, and I dressed for them with the bisht, I even put on the bisht for them. <laughs> it was a full... Is that you in the bisht? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I give you. <laughs> yeah, that's me in the bish with the dean of the dental school, and his wow. uh, vice president. <laughs> I'm serious. It's, you you it, brought you brought Kuwait to Wisconsin. <laughs> exactly. And this was in the 80s. You said this was in 1993. 93. Yes, here right. it's written here. Look, the, I wasn't even I wasn't even born then. Yeah. Wow. It's it's here 92 mm-hmm. 93. Yeah. So. Uh, it was amazing. A whole university will recognize you and will award you the Student Leadership Award. Yes. Even my name was put with the uh, list of names in the university wow. who, who were awarded that uh, award. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, That's nice to see that over, you know, in spreading our culture yes. to the states exactly. and to, to Wisconsin, that they recognize it and they, they liked it, they encouraged it, they were happy about Alhamdulillah. it. Alhamdulillah. That's why I told you I didn't want to imitate their culture. Mm. I want to preserve, I wanted to preserve my own culture. Mm. At the same time, learn more about myself. Mm. I learned more about my culture, about my Islam, about my uh, language. Mm. I was trying to learn even Arabic language there. I was mm. trying to learn calligraphy oh, wow. in, in the States, you know, as, as a hobby, as, as things that to keep you away from uh, wasting your time with so many bad things that mm. might waste your time, might waste your energy, and lose your health. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so risk your future. And risk your future. Mm. Mm. You try to stay away from uh, any uh, social effects that would mm. uh, lose your own uh, beliefs, your own uh, personality. In a general sense, how did you find the... U.S. experience for studying dentistry? Was it generally a positive one or you made it a positive one? Both. Okay. It was both. In a general, uh, it was a, a readily strong atmosphere mm-hmm. to learn the dentistry. Right. And at the same time, it was my, my, my steps and my uh, organized uh, targets and mm-hmm. aims and uh, a personal uh, uh, target that I put for myself. And so what would you advise for, you know, we have a lot of uh, dentists, dental yes. students also listening. Yes. And perspective, sometimes there's even high schoolers, yes. they're, they're yes. considering dentistry. Yes. What would you tell them uh, if they're about to embark on a journey to go study in the U.S. De- dentistry? What would you tell them? I would tell them, try as much as you can to put a daily program for yourself. Okay. A monthly program 
a, 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 a yearly program or targets. Mm. Write down your, your, uh, uh, your future uh, uh, aims and uh, uh, what you would like to achieve in your life. Uh, try to learn some hobbies. Try to uh, organize yourself, organize your time. Try to interact with your own culture, uh, friends, and uh, uh, people that would be you would relate to. Mm. Uh, try to as much as you can to uh, know that you are there for a purpose. Is to get that degree and go back home. When I was accepted at the scholarship in uh, the Ministry of uh, Health, uh, the Ministry of uh, Education, mm. in 1986, uh, some people were eight years. You're going to stay in the state for eight years? Yeah, a long time. Isn't that long time? I told them, but inshallah, it will pass. I will try and manage it, inshallah. Mm. Alhamdulillah, I, I managed to graduate. In 1994, when I got my degree, I looked at that day on those people who were telling me on on that on the things that I was he hearing from them. Mm. I said, the eight years have passed. It really seemed like a blink of an eye. <laughs> wow! And you not, and they not only passed, you enjoyed them. <laughs> you know, and obviously, I enjoyed them. Yes. During my graduation ceremony, I invited my, of course, my parents came mm -hmm. over to Kuwait. Mm -hmm. And my brothers, my sisters, I invited around 30 uh, guests to attend my graduation ceremony. They gave you that many tickets? The university, to the degree, when I came out with my parents, yeah. and my father wore the dijdasha really? and the bisht. Wow. With the black bisht and the gold. So he must have stood out amongst all the parents that were there. They saw the university at that time. Of course, there was some uh, reporters from the uh, newspaper, local newspaper, the mm -hmm. Milwaukee Sentinel. Mm -hmm. On that day, the university told the reporters that this is a sheikh that is graduating from... <laughs> with his uh, tribe that came and they wrote here you can read it sorry yeah. read that part <laughs> so the 30 people who came to watch foreign student Hisham Abu Jabain receive his degree in dentistry also were proud they included Abu Jabain's parents who journeyed for the ceremony from his native Kuwait uh, other relatives who came from Jordan and still others from Atlanta uh, they erupted into wild cheering and whistles as Abu Jabain walked into the room, uh, third behind the standard bearer, beaming and waving his uh, to his family in acknowledgement of their exuberance. You can see my picture. I'm the third on the bottom left corner. Uh, there. The bottom left. Wait. Bo yeah, bottom yes, left yes. Yeah. With the, no, this one. Next. Yes, this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. this is, so I this was in the Milwaukee. This must have been foreign to them. The, you yes, know, the yes. idea that... Someone from Kuwait is coming to study dentistry. Yes. This was uh, yes. huge. Yes. And you, you paved the way then for all the Kuwaitis now who've gone. Alhamdulillah. To, alhamdulillah. Uh, yeah, as soon as I graduated, I brought this degree. Mm -hmm. Sorry. As soon as I graduated, mm -hmm. 
the Ministry of Education con contacted me. They mm -hmm. told me, we have a batch going to the States. Right. Can you meet with them showing to show them your degree? Right. I told them with pleasure. I took my degree mm. and I showed it to them that it is possible. It is an achievement that you can do. Mm. Just work on it, dwell on it, uh, enjoy it. Learn, learn about yourself. I learned about yourself, how I lived when I lived in my on my own for one year, the first year I lived in Malwa in uh, when I went to as a f test of English as a foreign language, mm -hmm. I lived that one year away from my parents for the first time in my life. Mm. I lost more than 15 kilos. <laughs> when I came back, Wallahi, Dr. Abdul Aziz, I came back from that same Kuwait airport where you go out with the bags yeah. and you either go left or right. Yeah. My parents and my cousins, my brothers were standing in the middle. Yeah. As soon as I, the doors opened, I came out, I saw them. I started waving. Okay, I started waving mm. for them. Just, hi, I'm here. But nobody was looking at me. Mm. I went, I passed, I went to the right side mm. exit and I was saying, I thought someone has died. They didn't even pay attention that... They didn't recognize you. It's me. I'm Hisham. I'm, wow. I'm in front of you. What's happening? Wow. I was really worried. I went, I, I, I took my bags, wow. and I went past the people. I, I mm -hmm. you know, I, I, told, I told the people to move away yeah. until I reached to my parents who were standing on the first row. Yeah. And they were shocked. <laughs> <laughs> what? I told them, I'm waving for you. What? They told me, what happened to you? You, you changed. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm assuming you lost the 15 kilos, but when you came back like that, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> because that happens to me the second I came back to Kuwait now, yes. this year, oh my, yes, yes, the yes. weight was like that coming back. <laughs> so, so this was my journey. In, in what an amazing state. journey. And you, you were the first Mubtath. From Mub Kuwait exactly. to the U.S. The first Mubtaath. So you're the first person to have DDS exactly. in Kuwait. In Kuwait. As wow. a Mubtaath from Kuwait. Wow, that's really interesting. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yes. In 1994, I graduated. And I came back. I stayed uh, until... Uh, I stayed in the Ministry of Health until 2006. 2006. And in 2006... Okay. Just one thing I told you. I, f I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I learned in the States is how to organize yourself, how to put plans, how to plan your life, how to plan your, uh, your targets, your aims, what you want in life. Right. So before leaving, coming back, I, I, I wrote as a planner for me in, uh, after I graduated. Now that I graduated, I checked that, finished, graduated, checked. <laughs> Okay, right. so I, I wrote, I started writing my plans in Kuwait. Right. I said, okay, 1994, let's see. So I would like to work because I learned that I have to pay back the ministry mm -hmm. at least six years. Right. Five to six years yep. to pay back because I got the scholarship. Yeah. I said, okay, 1994, six years, that will be around 2000, Two. 2001. Yeah. I said, okay, around that, if I'm done with paying my dues to the, to the ministry, I, try, I will try and uh, go to a private clinic mm -hmm. or open my own private clinic. Mm -hmm. Why? Because at that time, uh, I, 
I had so many uh, because you mentioned here what's what shocked what, what things have changed from yeah. the state to Kuwait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like coming back, what was it like? You know, kind exactly. of everybody has culture shock. Exactly. I, I was. I remember there was this one. There's this one senior uh, that that was with me in Amiri Hospital when I first came. Yes. He would laugh because he'll just look at me and be like, "Ah, Aziz, how are you?" <laughs> and this was in the first two weeks, and I just look at him and be like. Culture shock, Dictor, culture exactly. shock. And he'd laugh at me. <laughs> yes, I understand. So I'm just going to... So this is... Now, now this is my culture. Yeah. Now I'm back to my culture, but at the same time, how can I develop it? Yes. How can I improve it? Push forward. How yeah. can I raise what I learned and teach others? That's the whole point of going, is exactly. to bring the good things back. Yeah. So the first thing, when I was employed in the Ministry of Health... Mm-hmm. They, they, they sectioned me, they gave me, okay, you work in uh, Umariya. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, even not Umariya. <laughs> Khaitan. <laughs> okay. Okay, I said, okay, I'll work in Khaitan. Most of them are uh, workers, labor workers. Yes. Khaitan al-Janubi. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I went into Khaitan al-Janubi. I said, okay, I need files. I said, what? He said, I need files. I, knew, I want some paper files. File, <laughs> yeah. I said, what do you need paper files? Right? For my patients. I want to monitor each patient. At that time, Dr. Kamil Shahabuddin mm-hmm. was the administrator in the Idara, uh, uh-huh. Ministry yeah. of Dental Section Management, mm-hmm. Dr. Kamil Shahabuddin. Mm-hmm. I called him. I told him, please send me around 500 files tomorrow. He knew that I wanted to do some changes, yeah. but he didn't expect it in Khaitan. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the places in Kuwait. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to send you some. He sent me around 200. Mm. He said, you begin with those 200, we'll see. I went and I met the uh, in charge of the Mustawsaf. Yeah. The Mudir Mustawsaf. Well, I said, Iyal al-Khaldi kan waqtha, a'tiqid, nisayt isma, Allah yawajih al-khair. قلت له يا ابو محمد عين ابي دفتر مواعيد mm-hmm. قال لي دكتور appointment log <تصفيق> قال لي دكتور انت الحين ملفات ومشينا لك اياها تبي دفتر مواعيد بعد قلت له والله ابي دفتر مواعيد <تصفيق> قال لي ليش؟ قلت له لاني انا اشتغل كوادرن دنتستري رايت كوادرن دنتستري السكرتيره خلاص انا ابي اتابع بخلع له وبسوي له بالبكتمي وبسوي له كذا رايت right. زين بتابع بحط له موعد عشان اكمل له الصوب الثاني، ما بيرجع لي بعد شهرين ثلاثه ويصطف لي هني بال 20 50 واحد قاعدين. Right. لا ابي دفتر مواعيد، احط له موعد بعد اسبوع اكمل له العلاج. You need to keep track of your patients. There yes. needs to be organization. So yes. the 200 files at that day the I opened files in Khaitan al-Janubi. Mm-hmm. I started organizing it. Mm-hmm. I wrote appointments for them. Uh, every morning I come seven seven Revolutionary o'clock. at the time. والله <laughs> So, <laughs> but I was yeah. happy. I was because I was implementing what I learned. Okay, I was trying to not lose the touch which I learned. In the I state. think this is something we all struggle with. I know for myself, like and my fellow, um, uh, you know, foreign out of Kuwait graduates, we do feel that coming back there is an element of organization. Yes, which is the status quo here. Even though it's improving, yes. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to. It's improving. Yes, it is. But it is still we're lacking, and it's something we miss, and it's something that 
it's it's inspiring you're telling me this because it it shows me that there is possibility that we can implement change that we're not powerless mm. yes so uh, i i continued mm. and in when i finished uh, my uh, ministry uh, time mm-hmm. in 2001 i submitted my resignation right to the ministry and i joined al hikmah dental center mm-hmm. where uh, dr ibrahim halhal yasin may allah bless him uh, he was uh, my my mentor mm. at that time because he was the head of the dental department he was the under secretary to dentistry the first under secretary to right. dentistry in the ministry uh, we were all supporting him uh, at that time so he was our mentor for me i i looked up upon him a lot a much so i said okay i want to start my own but i don't have budget for opening my own clinic let's join a dental center mm. so I, i i went i met with dr ibrahim halil yasin and he uh, approved me i joined al hikma dental center mm-hmm. i worked in fahahil for uh, six years mm-hmm. and i told him i told him after six years i'm gonna uh, uh, open my own if right. you don't mind he said you finish six years and we will talk <laughs> <laughs> so uh, during that six years when i was in at al hikma dental center uh, they they knew me very well right i had alhamdulillah good rapport with my patients uh, good communication and my alhamdulillah i submitted uh, my uh, treatments on a t- uh, planned basis similar to what i learned in the states did, uh, they, did you get your appointment log your exactly appointment log? <laughs> <laughs> okay i will tell you about that one, one point with, yeah. where when i opened my own dental center right uh, So he told me, okay, you finished your six years. Uh, are you ready to leave now? I told him, yes, I'm going to open Aldana Dental Center. And he told me, where are you going? I told him, nothing. I'm going to take a loan from a bank mm-hmm. and open Aldana Dental Center. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ibrahim Mahalil Yaseen, mm-hmm. uh, I, I admire his experience mm-hmm. in dentistry. because he had initially with his, the group of six or seven uh, dentists started al maidan mm. and uh, they, it was a big successful uh, clinic as you all know uh, and at that time he told me one sentence he told me ismai ya ulaydi anta ma ma rah nhadik wa anta ma rah tahidna inshallah qalt la shlon he told me i'm going to sponsor you right i'm going to financially pay all the loan that you need from any bank right. don't order it from a bank wow. take it from us and what you want your share we will respect it you keep your third and we keep our two thirds as we agreed mm. and alhamdulillah rabbil alamin we opened aldana dental center in 2007 wow. <coughs> when i opened aldana dental center in 2007 with his with al hikma mm-hmm. helping me mm-hmm. i was it was in my name as a, a the major uh, in charge mm-hmm. uh, as a uh, what do you call it a license mm-hmm. the license was in my name and they were my uh, partners in aldana dental center right. and mashallah it it grew uh, uh, gradually uh, we had so many things that went on uh, during the first three, four years Uh, 
mentioning about the log, mm-hmm. where when I went, when I left the States, we had, uh, I, I, I went into some clinics, I worked in some clinics in the States. It was paperless clinics. Oh, all digital? Digital. And they taught us... In the us States? At the, in like the, what was it, the in, 90s? In the 90s, 94. 90s were di- a pa- a paperless. Yes. They were telling me we are heading toward paperless <laughs> Paperless. Sorry, uh, I'm laughing because w- there, we most of our hospitals are still yes. not paperless. Yes, clinic, private. I'm talking private clinics. Oh, okay, that makes it a bit better. Okay. <laughs> so when when I learned this issue, only for insurance they would start pa- making the paperwork, mm-hmm. and the filing of the patients they would have them, you know, they would push a button, you would print out the printout. Yeah. You would let the patient sign the consent form and all the paperwork, scan it, keep it in the file. Electronic record, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So when I opened Aldana Dental Center, I told Dr. Ibrahim, I told him, Dr. Ibrahim, I'm hoping that you can uh, bear with me because, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to uh, uh, purchase the Kodak R4, which is the uh, dental software right, yeah. that was running all over Britain mm-hmm. in, in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kodak R4 was in Kuwait, uh, and Aldana Dental Center was the first private clinic that uh, used, that used that software. Oh, okay. And alhamdulillah, uh, I started uh, the paperless, mm-hmm. and whenever the ministry came to check our clinic, they would tell me, where is the consent form of the patient? I would press the button, print it out, and, there it is. and it is signed by the patient. Right. Uh, the treatment plan, tick, you print it out, here Already is, there. it's there. Mm. So everything was paperless. You would preserve uh, paper, you would preserve the green uh, environment. Yeah. Uh, and it's just more convenient. And it's more convenient. Much better, you know? Okay. So now... But coming back to this time, when you wanted uh, to uh, preserve it from a, f- a financial point of view, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, auditing and all yeah. the paperwork that's required, they forced you to open files. Mm. So after five, six years, I had to bring some files. <laughs> <laughs> now, question, did you open Aldana before specializing or after specializing? Uh, that's a good question. I opened Aldana before specializing. Before. I was a general dentist at okay. that time, okay. but because I had completed the time that is required as a general dentist to open a private clinic, right. I was open it to. I was able to open a private clinic as a general dentist. So why did you go for a specialty if you didn't have to? That's a good question. In ni- in two thousand and seven, actually before that, I had uh, the passion for surgery. Mm. Uh, I uh, in the at Marquette Dental School, I was the highest in number of extractions uh, of mo- wisdom teeth. Mm. <laughs> I loved surgery a lot. Even my uh, doctors, the, our professors there at the university, they were all telling me, "You come to oral surgery. You come back to oral surgery to join us uh, when you graduate." So I told them uh, this is something that I would love to do. And uh, in 2007, and uh, 2005 actually, there was a big uh, program uh, where uh, it was teaching implants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I joined that program. Uh, during the years uh, when I was in the ministry, I was 
uh, whoever I did extractions for, I told them, listen, we can put an implant. Come after one year, and I will put an implant for you. Mm -hmm. I learned so many of the private companies in Kuwait. They were coming for tutorials and uh, mini courses. Uh, in order to join that course, you bring the patient, tell them put your implant system in, mm -hmm. and they will if they check the if it's the ridge if the ridge of the patient is well and good and is in good health, they would take in the patient for you. And as a dentist, they want you to they wanted me to uh, know more about their implant system. Mm -hmm. So I would bring some patients and take it to this company, and they would demonstrate for the people for the doctors who are joining the course to place the implant. Uh, so I did so many courses like that. Mm. I brought some patients and I, uh, my friends or relatives. So it was a big passion of yours. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Until I, uh, 2007, uh, joined the uh, course at uh, Krems University. It was in English uh, because it wasn't in German language. And uh, although it is a European university, yeah but still they had the course in English. And alhamdulillah, I graduated 2010, and I managed to uh, get my oral surgery, master's uh, uh, degree, which the, I mean, you, you have taken a picture of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's gonna so be on no our need, Instagram. No need to stick, yeah. it's a big, it's a big <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's like that big <laughs> for our viewers, like that. <laughs> yes. Gonna cover my whole, whole face. <laughs> so I think uh, wow. the producer took a picture. Uh, yes. Wow, so, you know, uh, because I, it's for me, this is interesting. It's a bit foreign. Uh, dentists don't need to specialize, you know, they can work as general dentists, you no, know. Well, they can, yeah, they can, but uh, of course, there are uh, seven or more, m more than seven uh, specialties in dentistry mm -hmm. oral surgery, periodontology, mm -hmm. uh, endo endodontics, uh, orthodontics. Uh, you have, uh, uh, I mean, there are those specialties uh, differ in, in each uh, 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 passion of right. each dentist and what he loves more. And uh, clarify this for me. Uh, maxillofacial surgeons, Yes. do they need to go to both dental school and med school or what's the... Some, in some programs, yes. Okay. In, in some universities, yes, they have to. Yeah, because uh, there was someone in my, my class yes. um, in med school yes. who was a dentist. He's yes. working as a dentist and he's in med school with us because he wants to do yes, yes, yes. maxillofacial yes. surgery. Yes, they, they, in some programs they force them, they have to do medicine mm -hmm. uh, beside uh, dental. So not everywhere? Not everywhere. And where, w where would it be that? I, I, I'm not sure where exactly, but mm -hmm. some programs, they don't have to be in medicine. They would stay longer time in the program itself right. to learn all about the medicine uh, part. Yeah. Yes, yes. Right. And now, uh, so you've specialized because of your uh, big passion with surgery. Yes. Uh, and I, I, for me, I piece it together that you did your, your practice after specializing. That's amazing that you did it during. Yes, yes. Very I did interesting. It during. Yes. Um, now... I'm I'm really fascinated on uh, the fact that you you are also working as a businessman because you have a practice, you know. Exactly. And uh, so you're a partner, and you were also you. Uh, I I found out through the, our discussion today uh, that you were the the president of the entrepreneurship society, right? Yes. So do you think that going through dental school gave you the skills to be able to be a businessman? Well. Uh, uh, 
it's a good point. Uh, beside dentistry, mm-hmm. uh, in order to uh, join any uh, private entity mm-hmm. to open your own business, yeah. you would need a second degree in business, for example, in marketing, in uh, uh, whatever that might help you as mm-hmm. a dentist in your business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so it, it it somehow developed within me how to manage uh, the business aspect. I was blessed, as I told you, with uh, Al-Hikmah and their partnership with Al-Dana. Uh, they are holding a big uh, part section for me to help me in the business aspect. Right, okay. They've, so they've, it's through your experience. Exactly. So I can mm. become as an oral surgeon. At the beginning, when I started Aldana, we had some problems. If I remember, if you remember, I told you we had some challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, uh, trying as much as I can to uh, help my employers to finish their iqama, mm-hmm. to finish their uh, social, uh, you know, the I mean the shu'un uh, uh, papers. Mm-hmm. Uh, bureaucracy, bureaucracy. All of that. Mm. I was trying. I was doing it myself. Right. Okay. Until five, four, five years, uh, I told my uh, partners. I told them, please, it's exhausting the time of my, me al, from Aldana, mm. and from my uh, patients. Mm. Someone has to hold that for me. Yeah. So only four, five years ago, it it became uh, better where they have held mm. that section that business aspect yeah. and they relieved me from all the business two. aspect and I did the I focused on my surgery and my implants so what more. would you advise to prospective dentists right now people that are graduating and they're thinking okay I want to move into private practice what would you ad, uh, advise them from a business side of things and their future careers how to go about things okay uh, try to uh, study the market mm-hmm. well see if it is better for you to stay in the ministry more time mm-hmm. and especially now because now the ministry of health is opening so many uh, dental clinics really? in 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 the major hospitals mm. and they need dentists to uh, in in uh, specialties mm-hmm. to hold those uh, chairs to mm-hmm. hold those positions so uh, if you are thinking of going into private at that time, especially uh, our uh, at that time of the year uh, of our time, what we are living now from the economy and the changes that's happening, uh, it's really uh, uh, my my opinion is to uh, wait one more or two more years. Do you think that they need to study whole degrees to be able to go into private practice and own a private practice, or not necessarily? Well, it would be better. It would be better. Yeah, it mm. would be better to specialize in one aspect, mm. uh, even to uh, complete your uh, PhD if necessary. Really? Uh, yes. So uh, specialization is important for private practicing. Quite yes. Okay. Uh, and when I finished my master's degree in Austria, mm. now I told my wife and my children, I'm, I'm trying to look for a PhD program. Wow. Where... Because I learned at Marquette Dental School, learning doesn't stop. Never stop learning. Wow. You always learn more. You always uh, uh, try to 
uh, improve your status quo. Uh, don't sit and just say, oh, okay, I'm going to just sit in that uh, clinic, extract teeth, and put temporary fillings, and yalla, ma'as salama. Try to dwell and uh, treat the patients with your honesty, with your this, uh, with your uh, experience that you've learned in in your university. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was doing the quadrant dentistry to the uh, workers in mm-hmm. in Khaitan al Janubi, <laughs> okay, uh, I wouldn't extract one tooth. I would do the small caries of the other teeth uh, quickly at the same time. And just to relieve him from that. The mm-hmm. anesthesia is, is numbing all the quadrant of yeah, his mouth. Yeah. So I would use it just to benefit and, and not to let him come for me after one year yeah. saying there is a problem. Mm. You know. Uh, so I advise uh, doctors in their, in their clinics who are sitting and uh, listening now to us and uh, they are working in the ministry or in your clinics. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to uh, give your honest treatment to the patients mm-hmm. uh, be ethical be honest and and give them your uh, best treatment so they can uh, mention you and love you and care for you and recommend you to others thank you so much for those words thank you i think this is a perfect place to um, uh, conclude today's episode it, I, I think it's an extremely important message to leave with everybody to keep learning and it's inspiring to see that you're still pushing you're still learning you still you sometimes I feel like we have it in our minds that after we're done we get that degree we're done there's no exams there's no learning there's no, no they're just living learning never stops learning never stops Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Uh, that's the last sip of coffee for today. A last special thank you to our guest, uh, the first dentist in Kuwait with DDS in his title, Dr. Hashma Abul Jibain. It's been an honest uh, honor to have us uh, to have you here, thank and you. thank you so much for You're your welcome. time. Thank you, Dr. Abdulaziz, and thank you for Dr. Drew for having me with you. Uh, yeah, if you like what, uh, what we talked about here today, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Thank you. Hope you all enjoyed this episode of The Doctor's Brew. New episodes to listen to with a cup of coffee coming your way every Sunday on YouTube and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Instagram for all the latest updates. See you next time.